Welcome back, everyone, to the Money Clock. This is where it's almost like a game show. I'm giving my interviewees 15 minutes max to bring some amazing value of, on money for you. And in the hot seat today is my guest, Amina. Say hi, Amina. Hey, hi, everyone. Okay, so this game is going to start, <laughs> Amina, just so you know that you, you may not have read the instructions properly, but I'm sure you did. And you have 15 minutes to bring the value for our listeners. And it's all about money. Your time starts now. Amazing. Okay, so hi, everyone. My name is Amina. I'm a personal finance coach and a best-selling author. I worked in, as a financial consultant for five years as a, at a large corporate firm. And I started off being really terrible with money. I was thousands and thousands of pounds in debt. Um, I was living paycheck to paycheck um, and it was pretty awful. Um, but in the last couple of years that I spent at my job, um, I basically turned everything around, paid off all my debt, um, you know, started saving, investing, and I started up a couple of businesses that allowed me to quit my job um, as I was able to replace my income. And now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. So today I just want to share some of the best pieces of advice that I wish I'd known when I was younger um, and or guess, I guess money lessons that I've learned over the years. So the first thing I want to do today is just dispel this misconception that your salary dictates your wealth. So I think this is a quite a big money myth that's led a lot of people to believe that those who make the most money are the wealthy people. And if you don't have a high income, you probably think it's impossible to achieve wealth. Um, and I used to be one of those people, but really nothing could be further from reality, right? Because your income is earning money and it's the primary component of wealth creation, but income itself is not wealth. Wealth is having money and retaining that money. Um, and having wealth also means that you're not dependent on your income. If that income was to disappear, you have assets in place to take care of you and your family. So earning money is only part of the equation. It's what you do with the money you earn that has a profound impact on your wealth. So I guess what I'm trying to say is how you manage, manage your money is far important than how much more how much money you make. Um, and there's a lot of people who, you know, are considered rich because they have high incomes, but they also have very expensive lifestyles to match. They've got mountains of debt, um, you know, but wealthy people, they build assets to produce income and they live well within their means. So this is just a misconception that I just wanted to dispel from the outset. Now, um, onto my advice, I have eight pieces of um, advice or eight tips. And the first one, which is my favorite, is your network equals your net worth, right? This is quite a famous saying or a famous quote. I don't know who said it, but it's my favorite. Um, and it's just the idea that it's super important to surround yourself with the right people. Um, to build real long-term wealth, you wanna surround yourself with people who are talking about budgeting, about becoming debt-free, about saving for the future, side hustles. Not people who are talking about going out and partying and spending every penny that they make. Um, and I think this was one main reason I was able to turn my life around before it was too late. Um, is that I was surrounded by people at work um, who were doing some really amazing things with their life. Um, and I had a really awesome mentor as well who influenced the way that I thought. And I ended up spending more time with those people than um, some of my friends who were kind of off just doing their own thing and focusing more on, you know, instant gratification um, rather than, you know, their futures. So um, I think this is really, really important. Um, and I know it's not easy to kind of change your friends and the people that you hang out with overnight. Um, but a pro tip is if you can't necessarily surround yourself with people that are thinking along those lines, join a community online um, that will support you and hold you accountable. 
um, and it'll be much, much easier to get through that journey that way. Um, I'm part of several Facebook groups. I have my own Facebook group as well. Um, and people are super supportive and there's lots of people that are on that path to just building wealth and you know focusing on um, developing good money habits um, and really focusing on their future rather than you know the present. Um, so that's my first tip. My second one is to really know your why. So understand your motivation for wanting more money. Why is it that you want more money in your life? Why is it that you want to build wealth? Um, is it all about you know the materialistic things that money can buy or is it about being in control of your life? Is it about making more time for your family or making a difference in your community or in the world? But whatever your why is, make sure that you define success on your own terms um, and be okay with like not following the herd on this one, right? But whatever it is, use it to motivate you. For me, the ultimate goal isn't more money. The ultimate goal is just living life on my own terms. So have a very clear vision of um, what you want your life to look like, where you want to be, and then you use that to motivate you on your journey to building wealth. Because sometimes it isn't easy, right? Um, it's not easy to be different and to do things differently to other people. So that's my second tip. Uh, my third one is do not compare yourself to others. Um, I can't remember who said it, but someone said comparison is a thief of joy. Um, and that's really true, um, as particularly now we live in a comparison culture, which means we're constantly, consciously and subconsciously comparing our lives to like essentially the highlight reels of people that we haven't either seen in years or in many cases people we've never actually met, thanks to social media. Um, and actually there was a study that was carried out and it was showing that FOMO, uh, so like fear of missing out, um, is massively fueling like American spending. So I think more than a third of Americans confess to spending more than what they can actually afford because of images and experiences that they saw on social media, what they saw their friends or other influencers doing. So um, it's super important to really separate yourself from that. And just remember that nobody posts their net worth on social media, right? Um, you know, you don't see how much debt they're in. You don't see how much they're struggling to be able to purchase those things that they're displaying. Um, so a good, uh, I guess a good way of um, helping yourself with that is to really control what you're exposed to on social media. So this was another really kind of important um, part of me, um, my, I guess my, my transformation <laughs> um, was just really controlling the content that I, I see on social media. So I was very selective with the, the feeds and the um, people that I followed on Instagram and what would come up in my Facebook feed as much as possible, obviously, um, you know, you can't, you can't stop everything. Um, but I was kind of following very motivational and, you know, speakers and influencers, people who were on the same page as me and had the same sort of um, mindset um, about building money, about building wealth, and not necessarily people that were just showing off kind of flashy aspects of their life. So as much as possible, if you just control what you're exposed to on social media, I think it can be an amazing tool and, if, and it actually can really um, help you on your journey, if anything. Um, okay, number four. This one's gonna sound a little bit cliche, um, but this one is about budgeting, or you can call it a spending plan if you don't like the B word. Lots of people don't like the B word. Um, but budgeting, I believe, is the foundation upon which your financial success is built. And you just have to look at it differently, right? I think a lot of people think, a budget is about restricting what you can spend um, but actually it it gives you permission to spend without guilt or without regret and so i think a budget is really powerful for planning where your money is going and both now and in the future so it's very important um 
it, as part of your budget to to have a some sort of allocation for fun stuff right there's nothing wrong with spending money on fun stuff it just needs to be accounted for plan for these things in advance so like i have a travel fund um so it's very important to plan for things that, that matter to you and 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 just just have a sp have space for them in your budget and if you still find that your budget is not enough to cover your ideal lifestyle um then you just have to consider area other areas where you can you know shrink up your shrink your ex oh, losing money on my words <laughs> where you can shrink your expenses to free up more cash so you know if you haven't been using your gym membership um which definitely applies to me um then it might be time to cancel um but there's always something you can cut from somewhere to allow you to do other things that you enjoy um and that leads me on to my next point which is about being intentional with how you spend your money so understand what it is that really matters to you and spend on that you'll spend less and you'll also derive more value and more happiness from your purchases so don't penny pinch on the stuff that that's important to you so if you love traveling and experiences like that like i do um save up for that and, and don't really think twice about it as long as you know it's within your budget <laughs> um for me that's that's like a top priority for me when it comes to my fun allocation because it's about creating memories so it's really important to just um be spend consciously in, in line with your values um and really think about what it is that matters to you and prioritize spending on those things and cut elsewhere so those two points are kind of linked my next one um which i believe is number six if i haven't lost count is to treat your savings and your debt like bills so this completely changed my ability to save and to pay off debt was to treat my savings and debt repayments like i would treat my rent or my utilities right it's a fixed cost that you have to pay each month and if you think of it like that and you automate the process you will massively up your savings rate and speed up your debt repayment process so that is something that's really really important and the automation part is really important as well because you want to take the thinking out of it as much as possible um so yeah and number seven is start saving for retirement now so Hi, I'm so happy you got to watch that amazing guest on the Money Clock Podcast. My name is Robert Timmons and I want to tell you something today. You're here because you want to know a little bit more about money frequency. You want to know how to get more, how to give more, how to provide more service so you can get that flow coming into you. Well, I want to tell you something. We're expanding. We're looking for people that are living in the USA, mission-driven, love challenges, love competitions, and that want to earn more money and helping families while doing it. Yes, we teach families how money works. We deal with financial literacy because that's the key, guys. We want to teach you how to do it so we can help families together. So if you want to learn more, then hit the link below, set up a 30-minute meeting with me, and we can see if you're a fit for a massive expansion across the USA, Canada, and Puerto Rico.